You're listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday Show. My name is Jack McLean. I am your host, and each week I stream live at 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time from our YouTube channel to provide a weekly update. I also stream live to our Instagram to answer any questions sent through to us during the week. And then at the very end, finish off with a power tip to help footballers gain a competitive edge for the upcoming football season. You might be thinking, how do I feature my question? It's very simple. You can email us at info at preparelikeapro.com or direct message us from any of your socials. I'll include the answers in the next PLP live chat show. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode and are hungry for more Aussie rules football knowledge, then our academy is for you. Our academy is designed for footballers and aspiring AFL strength and conditioning staff. Included is weekly coaching sessions, invites to our community of athletes and coaches, and complete free access to our high-performance education. And lastly, discounts on programs and merchandise. For more information, head to preparelikeapro.com slash academy. Let's get into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to this week's Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. My name is Jack McLean and I'll be hosting today's chat. Every week I jump on a live call to answer your questions as well as update you on everything that is going on with the podcast, our program, and of course, answer any questions that you send through to me. In terms of this week's topic, it's all about how to have a successful preseason. So for um, not just players, but also from a staff perspective, coaches and performance staff, some of the key pillars that I try and focus on when I'm working at a footy club. And hopefully you get some takeaways, whether you be a leader at a football club, how to drive excellence or for the coaches and and staff listening in. But we'll get straight into this week's topic. And then I want to, I've got a couple of excitement, exciting announcements to make regarding an internship opportunity and three coaching opportunities at Prepare Like a Pro. Before we get into the guests on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show, we have three live episodes uh, for this week, as well as a podcast being published. And then we'll finish and wrap it up with this week's program for those following our program. So if you tuned into Instagram, feel free to hit us up and send in any questions around your football. You can do that by hitting the question button at the bottom of your screen. And for those tuning in via LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook, feel free to send me a question via the comment section. But we'll get straight into it. I'll just open up my screen here. Okay, so first starting off with the key topic, how to ha- make sure that you have a successful preseason for Australian rules football. I've got three areas that I've noted down and and as a high performance manager or a head strength conditioning or maybe a strength and power coach or you're working in rehab, try not to write, have a huge list of things that you're trying to achieve over a preseason. Maybe it's your first preseason at a football club or you're going into a year into a new role or perhaps it's a, a role that you did last year or last season and you want to try and get better within that role and make a bigger impact. Um, I think three is a is a healthy number of key areas that are going to be your focus for preseason and then having three key areas of that you're going to um, reflect on and, and measure your performance on in season. They should be uh, relatively similar, but also different uh, as the um, demands uh, are very different, as well as the scheduling and and the program. So the three that I've written down, and I'll go into a little bit more detail around them. 
number one, developing buy-in and making sure that you're inspiring the footballers in the program. Number two, learn the game plan and the training demands. And then number three, developing resistance, uh, resilient, sorry, resilient athletes through a gradual loading program, as well as injury mitigation, both in the gym and on the field, and then some mental resilience through reference points over pre-season. So to go back onto that first point, doesn't matter how smart you are with your program, if the athletes aren't bought in and, and don't believe and they're not, don't feel inspired that this is going to move the needle for their athlete development, but also their ability to play the football play the game, play the role that the coach needs them to do for the team, then their level of intent and effort to work for you is is going to be small. So number one, if you're moving to a club or maybe you're moving into a new role, I think from my experience in developing buy-in and inspiring the athletes um, that you really care, uh, that you know what you're doing. So from a, from a confidence point of view, they've got confidence and trust in you and they feel like you're the the right person for the role and you're really supporting them, not just a friend, but also you're stretching them and challenging them as well. So that earning that respect and, and really inspiring the athletes to believe that what they're doing with you is is going to set them apart from the competition and, and they're therefore for the rest of pre-season, they're going to give you everything they can to, to be their best. So that's really important. And I think that should be your number one focus going into a pre-Christmas block. That's your key pillar. It might upset you from a staff member or if you're a leader at a football club or maybe it's a new from a player's perspective, you want the players to be able to trust you from your skills point of view, from your work ethic point of view. So you can flip it in many different directions, depending on whether you're staff, coach or a player, uh, but, but developing that trust and respect with your cohort is critical. And that's the first phase. So that putting all your energy into that one, I think is really, really important. The rest the rest of the minor details will will follow if that one's in a healthy spot. Number two, learn the game plan and training demands. So whether you're a player, of course, you're going to need to learn how the coaches want to play the game and how your role, how to successfully play towards how the team wants to play and prepare yourself over preseason to play that position. If you're a assistant coach, obviously you want to know how you can assist the head coach in that space. And maybe you're, you've got... Um, autonomy on one particular line, like might be a midfielder coach. So how can you specifically focus on knowing the global game plan and then more specifically how the midfielders are going to play? And then from my perspective as a strength conditioning coach, it's really, really important that you're not just focusing on how we can make the athletes better in the gym, how can we make them fitter on the field, but it's ultimately all about how to improve them on the football field. So there's no point improving their back squat from 140 to 145 if they're not feeling like that's transferring and helping them jostle and their strength to, to stand their ground against an opponent on the field isn't getting any better. So we want to make sure that we're thinking of things of building strength and power in the gym, but also maybe throwing in one-on-one -on -one work on the field, working closely with the coaches, making sure we're doing lots of contact, high-pressure drills in the football program. Are we doing adding in some combat wrestling work throughout our conditioning blocks? So really bringing that physicality and making sure that we're transferring that strength that we're developing in the gym. You know, into a one-on-one -on -one or one-on-two situation that the footballers are going to find themselves on the field. So learning the, how the, the game plan is, and how the coaches want to play is really, really important from a strength perspective, power perspective. Are we going to be a repeat contact type of style where it's winning the stoppages and ha having strength and size and power to be able to burst out of the pack and those repeat stoppages is going to be really important or are we going to be more a running base team and that spread and that repeat speed 
to be able to blitz and keep the ball moving is, is going to be important. So speed, power, and the running capacity. So obviously with football, we need a little bit of everything, but having a clear focus on how the strength conditioning program can, can help and the players to perform their role and be fit enough to be able to not only play play their role, but also perform at their best ability. So that's really, really important. Learn the game plan and then program in accordance to that. And sometimes it might mean that you actually need to do less time in the gym and more time on skills because of the the aspect of the, the skill execution and the tactical side is obviously number one. So by having a good understanding of the game plan and valuing that, you can really start to be concise with the time and energy that, you, that the players are putting into the gym and making sure that the, all the time you're having with the athletes is prioritized to what's most important for that group to perform at the highest level. So that's number two. Number three, developing resilience, reducing the likelihood of injuries, injury prevention or injury mitigation, however you want to call it. If we have our best players on the park training together, we're going to have strong team cohesion, strong team connection, which is really, really important in Australian rules football or any team sport. But also if we can have players playing games consistently together, then the team chemistry and knowing each other's game is going to be at, at its peak and up at its optimal level. So that's really, really important. So having targets around like having the whole group complete above 80% of time in skills can be a good measure around any injury mitigation, having each player looking back at their GPS and their, what a standard game from them is from their pre- previous season, assuming that they're going to go into the same role. So if they're a winger, they're going to be playing as a winger. So having that chat with the coaches on knowing what position each player is going to be expected to play. And of course, that might change later in the preseason. So you might be preparing them for one position and that might change last minute. But if you're connected with the coaches and you're aware of that, then you might change your conditioning plan for that player. And typically for me, having two to three match loads where they're comp- if they're a 10, average 10K of total distance, 1,000 metres of high-speed running and 200-metre sprint, getting three hits of that in one session over pre-season, ideally before practice matches in March roll around, is a good measure for developing enough resilience so they can transition into that practice match phase and they're going to feel ready. Still obviously going to get things like corkies, contact hits and things like that that, you can't, that you're not going to get the same level in training. And of course, they're going to be still expected to cramp in that practice match. So it's not, not like we're trying to prevent cramping. It's just purely to develop resilience through the tissues that they can handle that capacity. So you want to gradually build your loads and then around... January, February, try and get one of those, sorry, two of those hits, particularly one at camp where you've got a bit more time with the players for those in a semi-professional program and then one before practice matches. So you get a minimum of two. If you can get three, that's great. And then trying to get at least two practice matches before round one. That way the players are typically getting four match loads before they're going into round one. So they feel really ready and mentally and physically ready to be able to go transition well into in-season. And then, of course, movement. So how well they're moving, you can Im- improve them in warm-ups, conditioning drills, and also in the gym. So how well they can hip hinge, how well they can squat, press, and and pull their body weight and, and all our rotational power core movements, as well as the attractor states for those doing the coordinated France Bosch movements. So things like hip lock, foot from above, stiffness through our stance leg. Uh, and our trunk stability being having that pretension through the the trunk of some key areas of focus in the gym and on the field to ensure that the athletes are able to handle things like change of direction at high speed and sprinting volume. So there's no point doing all the hamstring strengthening if our pelvis is moving all over the place at, at high speed 
and we're overloading their hammies or overexposing them and, and putting them in a vulnerable position. So we want to make sure that number one, we're moving well. Athletes have a, a good understanding on how to sprint with good technique, change the direction with good technique, accelerate, decelerate, and then be able to do it under fatigue as well. And then um, from there, the third tier of injury mitigation is the classic stuff like building strength through uh, out of range movements like uh, eccentric dominoes like your Nordics and your Copenhagens and reverse Nordics for our quads, for example. So hopefully that provides you a bit of a context around this week's topic, but to be able to success, successfully set you up for a um, successful pre-season to set up your season. And if you started pulling the first eight rounds, I think the big believer that the pre-season can be a good measure on how well you start. And we all know with football, if you your first Five to eight rounds are really, really strong. If you can bank some good wins, it sets you up to be able to get into that top four and, and takes the pressure off a team to be able to then hold their position in that dominant position throughout the second half of the season and ultimately set you up for a strong finals campaign. So starting strong is really, really important. And we want to make sure that we're doing the best we can over preseason to ensure the players can they know their role, they're fit enough and strong enough to play their role and perform at a high level and they're reducing the likelihood of injury with all the injury mitigation work. That's our three big rocks. Moving into the podcast for this week, we have, as I mentioned, it's a massive week for the live show, Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. We have Jared Wade, the high performance manager of the Collingwood Football Club. Uh, so he'll be discussing preseason loading and how to structure physical performance work in season. He's worked across uh, rugby as well as now working in the AFL uh, at his second club. So he's got a huge amount of experience both in rehabilitation, strength and conditioning, sports science, and now as a high-performance manager. So really looking forward to catching up with Jared. That'll be 1 p.m. on Tuesday. Wednesday, our episode with Ben Serpel, who I interviewed a couple of weeks ago. He's a performance coach at the Geelong Football Club. He'll be, he, uh, We talked about discussing and developing resilience in Australian rules football. So... That episode will be published on our podcast on Wednesday, so make sure to tune in and listen to the recording there. And then on Thursday, today I didn't interview Phil Morland, something popped up, so we weren't able to complete that episode, so we've moved that to um, this week's episode, so this Thursday at 1 o'clock for those listening into the podcast. That's this week for those watching live, today's Thursday. And then Tyson Popplestone, he'll be he's the founder of Rhythm Running, so that'll be at 2.30 p.m. also on Thursday He'll be discussing how to avoid common mistakes with preseason running. So really, really important if you're maybe a parent of a young footballer, you're trying to improve their running capacity or send them um, to a coach or, or perhaps you're helping them with their running to avoid these mistakes. And then, of course, for strength and conditioning coaches working with footballers, we want to make sure that we're helping athletes avoid these mistakes as well. So that's a real area of expertise for Tyson. So looking forward to catching up with him. Sunday, our bite-sized episode from a recent collab event with social media influencers with Gabe and Lewis, the founders of 9to5 Fitness. That will be released on Sunday. It's a short 15-minute episode. Make sure you tune into that one, especially for those who want to develop an online brand. I'm now going to move into our program. So for those tuning on Instagram, head over to our YouTube channel. I'm just going to share this week's program. Okay, so here we've got, as you can see, it's a bigger week now. So the volumes are starting to really pick up in our fourth week of the off-season programming. So we're really starting to get into the into the phase now. We want to try and develop your max strength from the gym point of view. It's a great time because your running loads and football loads are down. This is a great time to develop your max strength and, and your strength speed. So lifting weights above 80% of your max at this time of year because you 
you're not doing as much work on the field. So great time to bring that intensity, all the big lifts, those three big lifts in the gym are back in the program. So we've got barbell back squat, try not to use a box with that one. We want to strengthen you in that deeper range. So remove the box and we've got four sets of six, our barbell bench press. So to improve your fend off ability, that bent arm strength, same thing, four sets of six, building up in weight. And then the end of the week, I touched on why we deadlift at the end of the week. So if you didn't listen to last week's weekly update, make sure to tune in then, but we've got our trap bar deadlift forces is six as well. So when we're working on max strength, we want to start light and then finish with a heavy set. You should have about one to two reps in reserve for that last set. You'll see that there's some football work on our Monday and Friday program. So for that, we want to make sure you're doing your warm-ups and all your football work in football boots. So if you haven't got this year, this season's footy boots yet, start to wear them in. It's going to improve your performance with these sessions, especially now that we've got change direction, sprint work, and acceleration, deceleration. So if your traction on the ground, footy boots are critical. So for those that want to get faster, footy boots are going to really help you both in a straight line, but also for your change of direction work. But also we want to wear those boots in and and so then come pre-season, you're comfortable with them. The sessions are going to start to get longer over pre-season. So if you can be comfortable with them now, it gives you confidence in going straight into the skills program and not getting any sores on your feet and, and or potentially getting any overloading type injuries due to not being used to wearing boots. So start to condition yourself now with these lighter sessions with your, your new footy boots. But as you'll see, the volume with our running is starting to pick up and we're really sh- shifting our focus towards continually focusing your football fitness, of course, so your repeat speed and your change of direction work and your sprinting. But we also want to shift our focus towards getting fit for our aerobic capacity test, which no doubt is in the back of your mind over off-season so you can start well and every club has a different test and every club might have a different philosophy. But one that at the clubs that I've been is if you earn the right by hitting your targets, you usually test less and therefore you're spending more time on what you want to be, what the whole club wants you to be doing, which is spending all your energy in on the football side of things. But if you're not fit enough to be able to perform your role, your role well, or you're putting yourself at risk for injury, then you need to be spending more time on improving that fitness. So if you can nail your first fitness test early on in preseason, whether that be November, December, then that put, gives you confidence that you're going to be able to be in a good spot over Christmas and and hit that performance fitness test in February. So we want to start focusing on that. So make sure you're working hard on our threshold efforts, like the 1,200-meter efforts there. You're working hard on those three-minute hard runs and two-minute hard runs at the end of the week. That's really, really important for those that want to improve their aerobic capacity. As for the speed stuff, just continually focus on quality. So make sure you're resting long enough. Intensity is key. So rest periods allow intensity. So make sure you're getting that those rest periods that are designed in the program and we'll continually focus on your power day on Wednesdays as well. So whether you want to do your power session on the field or you'll need is some bands, you could do that um, uh, before the speed session on the field, which would work really, really well. A lot of athletes prefer doing that power activation work before they run. So try that out if you haven't done that before. That's it for this week. I just want to touch on this. There's there's way too many exercises in the program to go over each one. Majority of them all have majority of them, sorry, will have video tutorials as well. If you're not sure of an exercise that's in the program, make sure to hit me up within the Team Builder app. You can message me there and I'll I'll find a video for you or might just film one to give you a demo. And like I said earlier, we're really focusing on max strength and aerobic capacity now. So make sure you're really putting in a lot of energy and focus on 
the weights that you're lifting enter in your weights as well because percentage-based lifting will be coming into the program in the next couple of weeks, which will just essentially mean once you, when you enter in your weight for your barbell back squat, let's say you work up to a heavy set of 600 at 100 kilos, it will work out that your one rep max is, is around 115 kilos, for example. So when we program 50%, you'll be doing 50% of 115 kilos where someone else might be doing 50% of 140 kilos. So it allows us to individualize your prescription. So really important that for the big lifts, like the bench press, the squats, and anytime you've got a barbell in your hands, really, you want to be make sure, a trap bar, you want to make sure that you're entering the weights you're lifting per set. That's it for this week. I just want to wrap it up with our opportunities for those listening in to the podcast or been following our work. We have an internship at the moment, which is a great opportunity to work closely um, with myself as well as the Upway Tacoma Football Club. So I'll be supporting all our interns remotely. You get to lead the program. So it's it's your strength conditioning program to lead. I'll be there as your support and you'll be able to have full access to our team builder to see how I program things and learn my philosophy from a strength conditioning point of view. So if that's something of interest of you, you also it's also paid as, as an internship. So you get two grand for the season, one grand pre-season, one grand in season. You get an opportunity to come onto the podcast as a guest and share with us your journey, which is really good for, for marketing your name and brand. If Perhaps if you have a business as well, maybe you're running a personal training business, we can help promote that. And uh, you also get a year membership on the academy. Uh, so if that's something that interests you and you live close to uh, Upway, make sure to hit me up by email at jackapropellacapro.com. Direct message me on any of our socials and we'll organize a time to chat a bit further. And then we have three strength conditioning roles. I've recently been appointed full-time at Melbourne Football Club in a rehab and strength role. So I won't be working for, for the year of 2023, I won't be working one-to-one -one with athletes in the Prepare Like a Pro space. So just to focus on that Melbourne role. So what I'm looking for is a coach in Bayside to look after the athletes that I've been working with over the last couple of years in a one-on-one -on -one setting or, or small group setting, as well as our Eastside coach, Dylan Vazari. He's fully booked at the moment, which is fantastic. And we've also got a lot of leads recently, recently in the Western suburbs. So I'm looking for a coach to look, to look after my athletes in Bayside a coach to look after some new leads while Dylan's fully booked in the Eastern suburbs and then a new coach in Western suburbs as well, because that's an area that we're, we're getting a bit of interest in. So if you live in it or you have a, a gym that you can work out of or a field that you can work out of and that interests you, the main requirement is obviously you're qualified. So you've done your bachelor's sports science degree and you need to have AFL or AFLW experience. Uh, so that includes an internship but you need to have worked in the AFL system or AFLW system to qualify. So if you haven't got that experience, then please don't apply as you won't qualify for the role. But if you do have that and you're, and you're interested to be involved and join our team, then make sure to hit me up via email at jack at .com. Thank you for tuning into this week's Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Remember, we've got three live chats, Tuesday, Jared Wade, Thursday, Phil Morlin, Tyson Poplestone. So make sure to tune into those ones. And if you have any questions or you're an Academy member, you want to jump onto those live chats and ask the guest questions directly, hit me up in the Academy. Otherwise, I'll see you guys on our next live show. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength conditioning coach. And I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our Academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content. Learn who the guests are in advance and submit questions. 
access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like A Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like A Pro community possible and just for $5 a week you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely any time.